a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL News Radio and FM 100.3 are proud to present A Pocket Change Christmas, inspired by actual events and benefiting KSL's Quarters for Christmas. This fundraiser has been KSL's only charity for over 50 years and has helped thousands of kids stay warm through the winter. Now, let's turn the time over to our favorite storyteller extraordinaire, Doug Wright. Why, thank you. I've told quite a few stories in my day. But Christmas tales are my favorite. And the one I'm about to tell you is special. Extra special, in fact, because you're going to decide how this story ends. Yes, that's right. I'm talking to you. I realize you may be listening with family or friends. Don't look at them. You'll give yourself away. They all think this story is about them. But it's about you. Now, it's an awfully big responsibility to hold the fate of the entire story in your hands... Do you think you can handle it? Well, too late. This story is now yours. At least the end part. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. Before I jump to the end, I suppose I should start at the beginning. Well, not the very beginning exactly, but close enough. It was 13 days before Christmas in the year 1993. All the roads in Salt Lake City were covered in snow, and the wind was howling something fierce. Most people stayed inside where it was nice and warm, but a van carrying a valuable cargo had one last stop to make. Tom, I I think you need to slow down. I think you should turn up the music and quit telling me how to drive. I just, I think you really need to slow down, man. This snow is coming down hard. Jeff, you sound like my wife. If I slow down anymore, it's just going to be faster for us to just get out and walk. Yeah, maybe we should do that. I've never seen snow like this. I am not carrying all these bags in the snow. John, look out! Hold on! (laughs) Oh, that was close. Relax, we're almost there, and just in time. The bank is just about to close. I don't know why we couldn't wait and just make the deposit in the morning. 
because this is no ordinary deposit. All those nickels, dimes, quarters, and pennies in the back of this van, those are donations to KSL's Quarters for Christmas. That money's going to help keep kids warm this winter, and it's our job to make sure that this money's safe. Children sleep, and all through the night, clouds knit the landscape, a blanket of white. A frosted sun announces the day, says go fetch your mittens and come out and play. Although it's a thrill, a joy to behold, winter time's chill, leave some in the cold. Quarters for Christmas, it just takes a few When ragged old snow boots simply won't do Quarters for snow coats and warm shirts, no doubt Make all the difference to those who are without It sounds like such a small thing But when the snow is falling What seems so small is not small at all a scarf for a girl and a cap for a boy Another reminder that giving brings joy A coat, a hat, a sweater Make life a little better Than everyone plays on white Christmas days It doesn't take much, just a few coins to start Quarters for Christmas Warms the hands and the heart. Nice theme song. You even remembered all the words. All right, all right, I, I get it. But can we at least hurry? I gotta get home. The big game is on tonight. Hey, there's no point in watching this game. They are gonna get crushed, man. Dude, we got a solid defense this year. Come on. Yeah, the point is to score, though. Just grab the bags, will you? Oh, no. The bags must have shifted when you slammed on the brakes. Stop blaming me for everything and start picking up all the money. So much snow. My hands are freezing. Why didn't you bring gloves? Oh, I don't know, because I didn't know I'd be sifting through the snow looking for coins. All right. Make sure you get every single one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we got them all. But they did not get them all. In fact... Three coins rolled away and landed in spots buried deep beneath the snow. And these were no ordinary coins either. Well, they were just a quarter and a dime and a silver dollar, but each coin, it represents a generous heart. And that's where our story really begins. Nine-year-old Jasmine Hall decorated dozens of pumpkins for Halloween and sold them to raise money. I told everyone at school my plan to buy coats for kids, and all the pumpkins sold immediately. It was one of her quarters that rolled away and was lost beneath the snow. Quarters for Christmas, it takes just a few. When ragged old snow boots simply won't do. The silver dollar belonged to seven-year-old Michael Williams of Midvale. My tooth. Do you think the tooth fairy will come? He lost his top left incisor, to be precise, and the tooth fairy left him that dollar. But when he heard some kids don't even own a coat, he told his mom he wanted to donate his silver dollar. 
And finally, that dime. It was in a coin jar that belonged to Mr. and Mrs. Decker. We don't have much. We save all year long to help youngsters in need. We never could have children of our own, but we love this tradition and we love helping the kids. It doesn't take much, just a few coins to start. Quarters for Christmas, once the hands and the heart. Four generous hearts, three lost coins. But those coins weren't going to remain lost for very long, after a massive storm. Utah is bracing for the blow, reminding drivers to watch out for clouds. We have our thermometer here. You can see temperatures hovering right around freezing, just cold enough for this snow to start falling yesterday, keep falling overnight. The next day, the snow plows went to work. The sun came out, and all the snow melted away, leaving lots of puddles that made a mess out of Mary Cartwright's new dress. Mary was on her way to a job interview. Oh, look at me. I am such a mess. Oh, what was I thinking trying to wear high heels instead of snow boots? I'm going to be so late. Yes, unfortunately, Mary was going to be very late. No, no. I can't believe my heel broke. And now I really can't walk in these stupid shoes. Mary was on the verge of tears when she looked down and saw a quarter listening in a puddle. She immediately thought of her father. Whenever they'd come across a penny, her father would say, Today's a good day, Mary, not a lucky day, because it's up to you to make it a lucky day. Lucky days aren't just handed out. When they came across a quarter, Mary asked her father what that meant. He pondered it a while and then picked up the quarter and placed it in her hand and said, The quarter means you've been extra blessed. So now you can make the day better for someone else. But I need someone to make this day better for me. (laughs) Okay, Dad, I get it. Time to brush myself off and stop feeling sorry for myself. I'll figure out how to make someone else's day better since, well, my day is already ruined. Mary then began to do what she always did to make herself feel better. She sang, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. And soon, she was joined by carolers. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And saints and angels sing. And saints and angels sing. And saints Across the street from Mary and the carolers, Mr. Evanson was also having a tough time avoiding puddles to keep his shoes dry. He laughed at himself as he looked down at his old, scuffed-up penny loafers. To anyone else, they would hardly look worth protecting, but they were his favorite shoes. His daughter shuddered every winter when he'd pull them out and wear them in public. 
Dad, those shoes are so worn. I don't understand why you don't just buy another pair. You have plenty of money. Never. When I was in medical school, your mother snuck those shoes out of my closet and shined them up to look brand new and replaced the shoes' pennies with dimes. She left this note. There is not enough silver, gold, or platinum on the earth equal to what you are worth to me. But certainly, you are worth more than two pennies. So, my dear, when you look down at the dimes, remember how precious you are to me. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Mr. Evanson missed his wife, Linda, dearly. This would be his first Christmas without her, but he was still determined to enjoy the holidays. Just then, a truck drove through a puddle, splashing him with dirty water. Ah, thanks a lot. So much for trying to maintain a little holiday cheer. And then he spotted it. A dime in the gutter where the truck had just passed. Mr. Evanson reached down and picked it up. All right, Linda. I'll take this dime as a sign that I need to work on my attitude. But you know how much I miss you. Linda Evanson loved Christmas, and whenever she was around, there was always a song in the air. Mr. Evanson began singing the song that reminded him of her, and at one point could have sworn he heard his wife sing along. The first Noel the angel did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay keeping their sheep On a cold winter's night that was so deep Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel They looked up and saw a star Shining in the east Beyond them far And to the earth It gave great light And so it continued Both day and night Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel While most adults avoid the puddles left over from the big snowstorm, six-year-old Susie Milney made a point to jump into every single one she could find. After all, that's what snow boots were made for. Susie, for heaven's sake, stop bouncing all over the place. We're going to be late. Mom, look what I found. Oh, my goodness. That's a silver dollar. You said once I earn $50, you'll help me buy a swing set. Yes, dear. You've been reminding me for two years, but it is Christmas time. Are you going to buy gifts for anyone else, like your brothers? They have plenty of toys. Besides, I'll let them plan my swing set. Sometimes. 
All right, but you know there are some children who might not receive any gifts at all this year. Do you want to help them? Yes, after I get my swing set. We'll see if Susie gets her swing set when a pocket change Christmas continues. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Pocket Change Christmas. We all carry around change in our pockets and purses, but have you ever thought about the journeys those coins make? Our story is now following the journey of a silver dollar. Mrs. Williams of Midvale went to the bank to get the silver dollar to place it beneath the pillow of her seven-year-old son, Michael, who had recently lost a tooth. Mom! Mom! I lost my tooth! Do you think the tooth fairy will come? The Tooth Fairy did come, and Michael decided to donate the silver dollar to a charity. Only the silver dollar was lost in the snow when the money bag carrying all the donated coins busted open, and it rolled into the street. Oh, no, the bags must have shifted when you slammed on the brakes. But the silver dollar didn't remain lost for long. Six-year-old Susie Milne picked it up the next day and took it home with her to Spring City. And that's where we pick up the rest of this story. $41.52, $41.77, and a silver dollar makes up $42.77. That's an awful lot of money, Susie. But it's still not enough for the swing set. Susie Milney had dreamed about ordering the deluxe swing set with the bright blue slide from the J.C. Penney catalog for many months. 23, to be exact. And she had been working on her Christmas list for 11 months. I really hope Santa gets me an easy-bake oven because then I can hold bake sales to earn the rest of my money for the swing set. But if Santa would just get me the swing set... I already told you, Susie, swing sets don't fit down chimneys. I know, I know, but dolls and books and games do. Yes, Susie, they do. Now it's bedtime. Let's stop counting our coins like Ebenezer Scrooge and get you tucked in. Toyland, Toyland... Little girl and boy land, while you dwell within it, you are ever happy there. Childhood's joy land, mystic merry toy land. Once you pass its borders, you can never return again. Mystic Mary Toyland sounds like a really nice place to visit, but Spring City is a pretty nice place to visit as well, especially at Christmas time. We wish 
wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Carolers, of course, are always singing. The entire town is decked out in lights, and everyone gathers for the Christmas festival. Susie loved the Christmas festival, especially the hot apple cider and the caramel corn. Susie, make sure you share that caramel corn with your brothers. Do I have to? Yes, you do. And did you remember to bring some money to make a Christmas donation? Do I have to donate? I think my swing set is a really big need. No, you don't have to donate. But the whole town collects money to make one big donation. Don't you want to be a part of that and vote for the charity that will get all the money? This was a big dilemma for Susie. Should she donate some of her money or save it all for the swing set? Meanwhile, back in Salt Lake, the drivers of the van who lost the coins, Tom and Jeff, they also faced a big dilemma. I just don't think we're going to reach our fundraising goal this year. Why? How short are we? $12,000, and we only have a couple days left. Tom and Jeff were in charge of KSL's Quarters for Christmas fundraiser. And because of the downturn in the economy, there was an extra need for clothes and shoes to keep kids warm. We need to come up with a big idea to raise more money, and we definitely need to raise more money than that guy. That guy was DJ Rocky Roll. And every year he performed Christmas song dedications to raise money for quarters for Christmas. Sending out my version of Go Tell It on the Mountain to Mrs. Carter from Grantsville. Thank you for your most generous donation. And remember to rock on and give generously. Go tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. I don't know why that guy bothers you so much. Is it because he has more hair than you, or or is it because he can sing? All right, very funny. I just want to raise as much money as possible for the kids. And beat Mr. Rocky Roll in the process. Exactly. Look, we've got to come up with something that's really going to grab people's attention. Like what? I, I don't know. Something really big, though. How about we dress up like the Grinch... And tell people to stop being Grinches or we'll hire one of those big planes to carry a banner across the sky that reads, Donate to KSL's Quarters for Christmas. Jeff, those are all terrible ideas, but I think you've inspired me. Yeah, but wait, I have? Yes, and now I actually have the most brilliant plan. We shall see if Tom's plan is really that brilliant when a pocket change Christmas continues. A dime, quarter, or nickel may not seem like much on their own, but together they start to add up when you're a six-year-old trying to save money for a swing set or a marketing director trying to raise money for a charity. What if we actually show people how far their money will stretch? That's your big idea? I don't get it. Everybody has spare change, right? So people may not realize that donating just a quarter 
can make a big difference because it, it all adds up. So what if we start lining up coins all around downtown and get people to add their change until we reach a, a quarter mile for KSL's Quarters for Christmas? That's actually not a bad idea, but Rocky might still beat us. People just love hearing that guy sing. I want to thank everyone for all their song dedications. Keep them coming because we want to keep all those kids warm this winter. This song goes out to Melissa from Mapleton, who said that I have a voice better than Harry Styles. I'm humbled, truly. Jolly old St. Nicholas, lean your ear this way. Don't you tell a single soul what I'm going to say. Christmas Eve is coming soon Now you dear old man Whisper what you'll bring to me Tell me if you can When the clock is striking twelve When I'm fast asleep Down the chimney broad and black With your back you'll creep All the stockings you will find Hanging in a row Mine will be the shortest one You'll be sure to know Now, back to the plight of a six-year-old trying to save up money for a swing set. Susie didn't want anyone to go without the necessities but she was still having a hard time deciding whether she wanted to part ways with her own money. Everyone else in her town of Spring City was holding bake sales, decorating Christmas trees, and of course, singing carols. Christmas festival, the whole town was going to vote on which charity would get all the money. If the whole town is going to donate, there will be plenty of money, Mom. I'm only six, and I'm on a very tight budget. No one is forcing you to donate anything, Susie. I guess I could donate a couple of dimes, and maybe a quarter. That would be nice. My teacher, Mrs. Jenkins, has a collection jar. I'll drop a few coins in the jar tomorrow. Good morning, class. Good morning, Mrs. Jenkins. It looks like my Christmas jar is filling up fast with lots of coins. Thank you for being so generous. Yay! Yay! 
I started the Christmas jar tradition the first year I started teaching. On Friday, we will count all the money together, and then I'll take it to the Christmas festival to make our donation. It doesn't take much, just a few coins to start. Quarters for Christmas warms the hands and the heart. Susie sank a little lower in her seat and reached down and felt the coins still in her pocket. She had planned on dropping them in Mrs. Jenkins' jar, but the jar looked like it already had plenty of coins in it. At recess, Susie reached for the coins again, but then she got distracted by kids practicing their song for the Christmas festival. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha ha ha! ha bells on bottles ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way! Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! On the bus ride home, Susie counted her coins again. Still, all there. She sighed. Being generous was a lot tougher than she imagined. We return to downtown Salt Lake City, where marketing director Tom and his partner Jeff have come up with a unique idea to get people to donate to KSL's Quarters for Christmas, but they still need several thousand dollars to reach their goal. I gotta admit, this idea of yours is working better than I thought it would. Yeah, people have loved watching that money chain stretch all around downtown towards the finish line, but DJ Rocky Roll is still beating us in. He just got one of the biggest groups in the world, literally one of the biggest groups to help him with the song dedication. What? How big are we talking? 360 people to be exact. Wait, you mean he got the Tabernacle Choir?
was quite the performance. Back in Spring City, all the residents had gathered at the Christmas festival to find out from the mayor which charity had received the most votes to receive all the town's donations. Susie was there with her family, but all her money remained back home in her piggy bank. Oh, it looks like we got quite the crowd tonight. Thank you so much for your generosity. Altogether, you know, we were able to raise $13,543.52. You voted to give that money to KSL's Quarters for Christmas, and I know that that money is going to go and help a whole lot of kids. That money would indeed help a lot of kids, and Tom and Jeff were thrilled when they heard about the donation. But it wasn't quite enough to reach their goal. The next day, a huge snowstorm blew through Salt Lake City and all the way down to Spring City, and Susie Milney couldn't be more excited. I love snow days. We don't have school, and I get to build a snowman. Just make sure to wear your mittens, Susie. I know, Mom. I've got my boots, mittens, and hat ready to go. Susie was determined to build a bigger and much better snowman than her older brothers. She considered herself to be quite skilled, but knew she might need a little help. So she went next door to recruit her best friend, Blake. Hi, Blake. Want to come help me build a snowman? Blake hesitated and then finally said, Okay, but give me a few minutes to put on my snow gear. Susie thought it took Blake an awful long time to get ready. Eventually, he was ready to go, but Susie noticed his worn mittens and shoes that were patched up with duct tape, and his coat was a size too small. Blake ended up helping Susie build a fantastic snowman. Let's use a banana for his smile, and we've got the carrot for the nose. And we can use my brother's baseballs for the eyes. That will make them so mad. He looks awesome. Susie's mom took pictures and made them hot chocolate. But later that afternoon, Mrs. Milney noticed Susie looked sad. Susie, what's the matter? Mom... Why are Blake's clothes so worn? Well, his dad lost his job a few months ago, and they probably didn't have any money for new clothes this year. I think I just made a very important decision, but I need your help. The next day, several wrapped packages were left anonymously at Blake's front door. I'm very proud of you, sweetheart. How much money do you have left in your piggy bank? Only 75 cents. But I don't care. Blake really needs new clothes more than I needed a swing set. Besides, now I think I want to save up for a bike. I really hope Santa brings me that easy-bake oven. Darling, you definitely made the nice list this year. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Don, we now are gay apparel. fa la 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 I have a feeling Susie's Christmas wish will be granted. As for Tom and Jeff and their big fundraiser... Jeff, we've almost reached the finish line, but time is running out. Excuse me? Excuse me, is it too late to donate? I'd like to donate as well. In honor of my wife who loved this stuff and loved Christmas. 
Tom and Jeff reached their goal and crossed the finish line thanks to a woman who donated her lucky quarter along with all the money in her purse and a man who donated a dime and a few hundred dollars. We did it! We, we crossed the quarter mile thanks to everyone's donations! Quarters for Christmas, it just takes a few When ragged old snow boots simply won't do It sounds like just such like a, a small thing, thing But when the snow is falling What seems so small is not small at all Doesn't take much, just a few coins to start. Quarters for Christmas warms the hands and heart. A quarter, a dime, even a penny may seem a very insignificant thing. But it's the small seed from which bigger things for others can spring. And that's where you come in. Yes, I'm talking to you, remember? You get to decide how this story ends. Or rather, how this story continues. I bet you have a few coins to spare. And I can't wait to see what kind of journeys those coins make while doing some good. You've been listening to a special presentation of A Pocket Change Christmas, presented by FM 100.3 and KSL News Radio to benefit KSL's Quarters for Christmas. You can donate online at kslquarters.com or at Deseret Book Locations. This story was inspired by true events, and you'll hear the rest of that story right after this. Welcome back. You've been listening to a special presentation of A Pocket Change Christmas, presented by FM 100.3 and KSL News Radio. This story was inspired by real life donations made to KSL's Quarters for Christmas. This fundraiser has been KSL's only charity for over 50 years and has helped thousands of kids stay warm through the winter. But one year, just like in our Christmas story, some of those donations were almost lost. Our storyteller, Doug Wright, happens to have first-hand knowledge about a little accident many years ago involving a bag of coins. You know, in the beginning years of Quarters for Christmas, not at the very beginning, but when, when I came on board at KSL, it was a very hands-on thing. And we would count the money that would come in in envelopes. They would come in. Kids would drop them by. And we'd go into the KSL conference room, and Old First Security Bank had given us this old ratty much used coin counter. And so we'd be in there and we called it the KSL counting house, of course, in honor of Dickens. And we're back there counting all the money. And we had this great big stack of of sacks of coins and they were separated into quarters and nickels, dimes, pennies, and so on. And it was time to take them over to the bank. And it had snowed like crazy, but it was beginning to melt. 
And so Lee Pocock and myself, we took them down on a little hand truck, loaded up the back of a van that was already filled with all the promotional stuff and so on. I thought the front wheels were going to lift off the ground. And so we have all these stacks right at the very, very back of the van. So we drive very carefully over to Main Street and First South, park right in front illegally. You know, it had been a little bit of a rocky ride coming over on a snowy day and dodging all the snow plows and everything. And so Lee opened the back door to the van and the very top sack that was full of quarters in this case just started. It was like one of the slow motion. Oh, no. And the bag opens and spills. Lee threw himself at the bag and kept the whole thing from falling into the slushy, mucky wetness of Main Street that day. Rivulets of water, because it was beginning to melt, were just pouring. And quarters were just rolling all over the place. And you've never seen anything. It was like Laurel and Hardy, everybody at the same time. We were practically throwing ourselves and literally falling to our knees, trying to keep the quarters from going down the grate and and being lost forever down in the sewer systems of Salt Lake City. And, you know, we always make this promise that every single penny of Quarters for Christmas goes to the kids, goes to the cause, goes to buy coats and shoes and socks, whatever it may be that is needed by a child. We take that real seriously. And I think Lee and I proved that. And I'll never forget that. It was so much fun. It was so worthwhile. And I think deep in our hearts, we were pledged, we will not lose a quarter. And you know, many other stories included in this radio play are based in fact. And I want to introduce you now to our director and producer, Candace Madsen. Thanks, Doug, for having me. And thanks for being our narrator. This was such a fun show to put together. And it was actually inspired by your story um, (laughs) that you told me about when we were doing the anniversary special for KSL News Radio 100th anniversary. But to find the other stories, we actually... When people send donations in, or we also get a lot of thank you cards, but we keep all of those letters. They mean a lot to us. And so we have binders full of these letters that tell stories. And so we dug through those binders and we found some true stories, including the one about the couple that didn't have any children and they saved money. That was based on a true story. But one of my favorites was Susie saving up for the swing set. That is actually based on six-year-old Kira from Spring City, who saved up for two years to buy a swing set. But when the entire town of Spring City decided to do a donation for KSL's Quarters for Christmas, cute little Kira decided to donate all of her money. So in the story, we make it seem like she hesitated, but she was very eager. And I just think that is the spirit of what this is all about. Over these many years, watching the kids come forward and watching them offer up their piggy banks and with no hesitation, it is really remarkable, the giving that happens during Quarters for Christmas. Yeah, and I hope this year, I mean, it's kind of become now change is kind of a nostalgic thing, right? (laughs) Right, (laughs) Like there's kind of this coin crunch. But I think lots of people have coin jars at home. You can donate that change, and um, it's obviously going to go to a very important cause. And, you know, the whole reason it's called Quarters for Christmas is just to underscore that if all of us, imagine all 3 million people in the state of Utah, 3 million plus, if we were all to give a quarter, that would be a huge huge amount of money. But, you know, people write the checks and they, you know, drop in $20 bills. I loved it when we used to open the letters and there'd be a three by five card just 
taped with quarters and nickels and dimes and a little note that said, I hope this helps other kids out there. You know, just a little bit of change makes a big difference. Absolutely. On a personal note with Quarters for Christmas, a man who was very instrumental in me even being in the radio business at all was Bob Simmons, who did the morning show at KSL. I was still in high school. And when I was in the studio watching him one day during the holiday season, he was telling me about Quarters for Christmas, and I heard the promos for it and so on. He explained to me how it worked and how every single penny went to the cause. And I had just barely opened my very first checking account. And the very first check that I ever wrote in my entire life was $1 to Quarters for Christmas. And, you know, the banks used to send your canceled checks back to you. I really wish I still had that check. And I have to admit, it gives me enormous satisfaction to think the very first check I ever wrote in this world was to Quarters for Christmas. Thank you for joining us for this special presentation of A Pocket Change Christmas, benefiting KSL's Quarters for Christmas. You can donate online at kslquarters.com or at Deseret Book Locations. And you could listen to more original Christmas plays on the Tales of Christmas podcast found on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. A Pocket Change Christmas starred Doug Wright, Alex Keery, John Smith, Rebecca Cressman, Brooke Walker, Adele Kemp, Ryan Wood, Jenny Prince, Ryan Ryan Meeks, Cheryl Worsley, Michael Cole, Candace Madsen, Paige Halverson, Cole Halverson, Oscar Kemp, Rusty Keys, Dan Spindle, Kellyanne Halverson, Emily Ashmead, Francis Cook, and Vaughn Kaufman. Special performance by the Tabernacle Choir and Orchestra at Temple Square. This is Jeff Kaplan. This play was written and directed by Candace Madsen with audio production and mixing by Kellyanne Halverson. Cheryl Worsley is the executive producer. The song Quarters for Christmas was written and composed by Peter Rosen and mixed by Vaughn Kaufman. Other music and sound effects are provided by Universal Production Music. Special thanks to Tanya Veas, Stephanie Avis, Sue Kelly, and Kevin LaRue. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.